There, finally got it working. Cool. Welcome. Nice. Awesome. Thanks for putting up with me being late and shit. <laughs> no, you're good, man. Traffic is a bitch. I understand. We've had nothing to do all day. So. Yeah. We sat in traffic multiple times on the way here. Dead stop. Didn't move like 15, 20 minutes. So it's all good. But yeah, you guys, what, drove... 14, 14, 14, 15 hours. Yeah. Jesus Christ. With traffic, I think it was right above a little over 15. So yeah. And for the record, we're actually live. Well, are always live from Chicago this week. Yeah. yeah we got are. sucked down here. We're sitting down with Tim is back from the show and we're here so, with the Godfather of metal talk. Thank you, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just curious. How did you guys end up meeting? Actually, uh, it was actually you that hit me up right on TikTok. He hit me up to share his band's music a little bit. And uh, I'm always down to get to know people when they hit me up like that. And uh, the video I did with his actually did pretty well. And from then, we just started talking and became friends. So, yeah. <laughs> we did our old single that, like, no one ever yeah. heard. Mm-hmm. That, that only really got streams because of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like the single, though. I think it was really good. It's decent. We, I mean, we still use that song. We just have a version that doesn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, there we go. More forward caption. That, that just has a better mix. Yeah, yeah. It's not like, as quiet as the first one. For sure. But yeah, I mean, that was it. He hit me up, shared his band's music, and we just became friends from there. Started talking. We talked every day for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool. We just hit it off. It's nice. We've only so, known each other a couple months, and they're like really good friends. <laughs> did I drop the ball? Did you have a single before Continuum? Yeah, yeah. And no one even knew about it, and I don't even really talk about it or push it. Like, I just want people to hear Continuum. Like, if you want to hear something from us, like, I know people don't have huge attention spans, so I'm just like, here. Right. If you're going to listen to something, <laughs> listen to this one. If you like that, maybe you like the next one. But if you don't like it, there's a new version of it that you might like. So the, the new version is going to be a lot better. I did redid vocals and everything, so... It's cool. And we're here in Chicago for the same reason for Victim Show yes. Night, their fourth album. Uh, was it uh, something numb? Numb the ache. Numb the ache. Yeah, Jesus yeah, yeah, there Christ. you go. <laughs> it's been a long day. I've yeah, been in the car know, for, all good. F- God, five hours, yeah. five yep. and a half hours. Victims Volume 4 and then The Strangled's final show, man. Mm. That's heartbreaking, but. So what's going on there? I just saw them announce. I didn't hear anything. I barely knew yeah we don't have any no idea okay all all we know is that on the flyer it said it's their final show and they announced something on their facebook page about it and of course everybody was super upset yeah but uh they haven't given out a reason maybe they will after their set list tonight or something but uh if not that's their business (laughs) (laughs) damn it brandon you're supposed to know these things you're you're the go-to on metal talk for me i'm sorry i'm sorry Which is funny. So you're actually one of the f- like first people I started following. Really? On TikTok. Nice. Like there's a couple others, but nothing in the metal genre also. Yeah, so yeah. I think it was your I think you were doing something with Loathe. I don't know if it was a reaction. Oh yeah. Or there was a uh, the, the the Loathe went viral for like a little like you would kind of like be in front of the camera chilling and then you would like duke some kind of like uh transfer like you would jump and hit the ground and hit the ground you had like different clothes on or something no, it, was it was it was before that oh so that, that was that was what that was probably when, early this year uh that was last year probably like mid last year so was yeah that, that was a while ago, ago? Yeah. jesus Christ. yeah because loath came out a while ago <laughs> yeah so yeah i guess if it was before the train it was probably just me sharing the song or i think something. so yeah. yeah and then all of a sudden i you know i didn't like oh this is kind of cool yeah, yeah yeah more and more videos and then you say hey you should check out these 10 bands yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah. shit pause good oh yeah try to go through yeah. and look well, them all up and actually, well that's how i found found tim and your band oh, yeah, fear for itself if anybody's listening to that episode it's uh 
Like 64, 63, something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, it was it was before. If this is sixty six, right? Yeah. So I think so, it would be sixty. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because TJ was last week, and mm-hmm. and I think That's you guys were right before. You found us. I thought it was through the group uh, initially. Well, I saw your music, and then I saw you know I I will reach out to people randomly on TikTok, and it's it's yeah, a yeah. 50, 50 shot at best whether mm-hmm. or not I somebody gets back to me. Well, but then I'm like, oh shit, Tim's in the group. Huh? Now I can really spam the shit yeah. out of him. <laughs> One thing to keep in mind with TikTok, if you're messaging people. It TikTok doesn't alert you of messages all the, a lot of times, yeah. and every time you follow somebody back, it sends you a message. Yeah. So and at the time, dude, when I first started TikTok, I was following everybody back. So people were sending me messages. I had no idea because every time I followed someone back, TikTok sent me a message and just pushed <laughs> that other message down. Mm-hmm. I went actually recently went back like a few months ago, like scrolled all the way through my messages and found stuff from like people that are like in like bigger bands now that it like hit me up. I'm like, damn, I never even saw this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I kind of hate how the way TikTok does that, but. Yeah, so I kind of think I think I, you started following you when you were still under a thousand because you did follow me back. Uh, yeah, it was probably about a thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, well, I followed people back until it was like right around when I hit eight thousand because I would follow people back and then they would unfollow me. Yeah. Like you know how people like oh, to do yeah, that for some reason. Spam and yeah, I get that shit all the time, yeah. like, especially on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I, though I am happy Instagram finally has a, a, a setting where you can turn off messages from accounts that you don't know. Oh, really? Okay. And cool. so, I mean, I get a few sneak their way through yeah, somehow yeah. or another, but it's always, hey, click this link if you want to see sexy photos. I'm like, man, delete. <laughs> no, yeah. thank you. I've seen this way. I've I, seen can, this I can take me. my own sexy, sexy photos. Thank yeah. You. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, I mean, it kind of sucks that TikTok's like that because like I said, I scrolled through and saw a lot of like missed opportunities from a lot of cool people. But uh, yeah, I followed a lot of people back until I hit 8,000 and then because once I hit 8,000, I hit that I was following 10,000 people and it doesn't let you follow more than 10,000 sure. people. So, but yeah, it was cool. It's fun. Yeah. I don't mean to brag, but I think I'm up to like 250, 300 followers, you know, on TikTok. The, yeah. The, the, it's really going places. TikTok, <laughs> TikTok is weird, man. So I actually have, I have uh, one other TikTok page. I haven't really started much on it yet, but I also, I don't know if I can put this information out there, but I, let's just say I do manage a TikTok for a certain band sure. and it's weird. I'll do the videos the exact same way I do on my page and they only get like a couple hundred views. It's weird. And, and then I do yeah. the same thing on my page. It gets thousands. And I've seen people trying to dissect, you know, oh, you, if you use these hashtags, and yeah. so it's like, I, I actually, don't use hashtags. I, I figured out hashtags don't matter at all. Yeah. At I, all. Some of my most viral videos don't have any hashtags. So. Yeah. And well, the biggest video for me that went up was I was, did a seven day tour uh-huh. of five, no, five day tour, seven national parks. Okay. And just started taking little clips of the trails and everything. And yeah. for whatever reason that took off and then people are like, yeah, we want more. I'm like, great, pay me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause <laughs> this was not cheap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the big thing with TikTok is obviously you want people to watch the whole video, but from what I found out is within the first two or three seconds, you have to like hook them in. Yeah. You have to, because especially when I'm scrolling TikTok, there's certain videos. Like I will scroll within like half a second. I'm like, nope, I don't want it. Nope. Yeah. I don't want it. I don't want to see it. So if you can grab them within that first three seconds, that video is going to do good. Yeah. And it, and being a podcast and it's hard to clip something oh, that's sure. interesting. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm talking about a cannonball with, uh, uh, what's his username? Archaeo Wolf. Mm-hmm. They had a, they found a old cannonball that made its way from the East coast all the way out to university what? of Montana. And yeah. what, how yeah. it's just sitting on his desk and yeah, he, if I can't remember the whole story, I'd butcher it, but wow. yeah, he's like, Oh yeah. They couldn't figure out what it was. He yeah, goes, yep, yeah. yeah, this is the cannonball. We got to call EOD. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool. Thankfully it didn't go off or anything like mm-hmm. that, but Jeez. cool. So how'd you, 
How did you guys? Well, Tim, we talked about before when you're on you know, the the journey into the metal music and everything. Brandon, how did you get hooked on that? Oh man, that's a story. Uh, <laughs> it's a long one because it's it's very strange. So, uh, really, for me, I guess where it all started with alternative music in general. Uh, I listened to a lot of like emo stuff back in like 2004, 2005. You know, since it's failed, Taking Back Sunday, stuff like that. That's where I started. And then I Big really did emo guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was that guy. And then, uh, but I'm proud of it. I would never take it back. I yeah, love that. I, I love that era of my life. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I really didn't get into heavier music until like a lot of people, my very first bands were, my very first one was Asking Alexandria. I, I was with my buddies in high school smoking weed in his bedroom and he put on Not the American Average and I just was, <laughs> I was hooked from there. And then from there, uh, they listened to a lot of Born of Osiris and like Whitechapel. So I started with that. And then uh, I actually went back and started listening to older metalcore like Double Wars Prada and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And um, yeah, that's pretty much where it started. And then with the guy, when it got to like the really heavy deathcore it was actually more recently. It was probably like 2017, 2018 when I started with the heavier deathcore kind of stuff because I was metalcore, just strictly metalcore for a long time. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much where it started. <laughs> I have to tell on him real quick because he doesn't like Slipknot. I just hey, why come on? Why do you have to say that? Just hurt. You can you can just leave. Why do you have to say this okay. <laughs> It's not that <laughs> it's not that I don't like Slipknot. They're they're obviously a great band. I just they're just not something I can sit down and listen they're to. They're yeah. never gonna hear this, so it's fine. Don't. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and if you do, if they do, it's like get in line. Yeah, I don't know. It's just one of those things. They're one of those bands. I never listened to them growing up. My friends did. I never really caught on with it, and. Uh, I respect the hell out of them. Obviously, they're huge. They're the biggest band in the genre. Yep. I'm just giving you. They made love them. Heavy so much. quit fiddling. I guarantee that's going to pick up. Okay. Sorry, they're All right. not the highest quality. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I feel Amazon's like. choice yeah, microphones. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just not something I chose to listen to on my own. That's all. Wasn't really my I'm style. Just, I'm just messing with you because I'm. No, you're not. A <laughs> I'm a diehard. I like. I love that first album so much. Yeah. And like Iowa too. I mean, they have a lot of good stuff, but the first album is just like. No. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So much. Yeah, I grew up around music my whole life. Both my parents taught band, mm-hmm. high school and middle school band. Okay. And so I grew up listening to a shitload of classical and then everything they were listening to, yeah, like yeah. Nora Jones and, and uh, Blood, Sweat and Tears, Chicago, okay. stuff like that. And mm-hmm. then uh, I think it was, I was in seventh grade. And somebody goes, oh, you should check out the local rock station that's no longer playing rock music because they <laughs> suck. Mm. And I first thing I turned it on and it was Metallica's I believe Holier Than Thou mm-hmm. has that gong sound yeah, yeah. beginning. Yeah, the yeah. black album and I mm-hmm. was hooked after really? that. And I think I put about ninety percent of the gray hair on my mom's head when I said, <laughs> I want a Metallica C D. <laughs> That's funny. Actually what what put most of the gray hair on my mom's head, which she doesn't have any, but the, just the saying, you know. It was uh when I got Blink one eighty twos take off your take off your pants and jacket, I think is what it's called. She got that and she was totally cool with it until she listened to it. Right. Yeah, I think it was, uh, was it family reunion? That's like shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cock, yeah. yeah. She heard that and she took it and threw it in the trash. So. And I feel like as soon as she knew I liked like music, different kinds of music that she liked, you know, Shania Twain and stuff like that. She was upset. <laughs> but uh, even now, I mean, she supports me and like the music I like, but she cannot stand it. Yeah. yeah. She can't stand it. And she hates walking to my house because I got, you know, spite wall flags up and stuff like that. <laughs> but she supports me. She's she's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it just went. I, I just snowballed into all sorts of different music after Metallica. But you know, went kind of that '80s mm-hmm. thrash metal for a while, and then kind of the more what yeah. 
shitty top 40 rock state with their plan on radios like this is yeah. great and well my first then, concert was nickelback so <laughs> uh I'll, I'll tell you mine after uh, when we're off air because i want to i'll never live that down but. okay i feel like nickelback is like about the, the worst one you could have I don't know. hey now. i don't know there hey I, th- just, I think we're i think we're to a point now it's 2021 we can all admit nickelback's not that bad yeah <laughs> as far as like people grilling you for things though I feel yeah like that's oh, about oh for sure oh i'd say yeah. five finger like five death finger, yeah, yeah. Oh, or if it's I mean I, I used to love Avenged Sevenfold so I'm probably gonna get grilled after this See, I like, I like Five Finger Death like... Punch's first album I saw them on the Mayhem tour I think mm-hmm. it was I think it's Mayhem they're like an energy drink and they tried doing a music festival that lasted maybe two years okay <laughs> but they came to Chicago and I just came down for Slipknot and Disturbed their yeah, headlining yeah. and uh, Mastodon played and then Dragon Force opened and closed with Through Fire and Flame because okay. they had <laughs> nothing else in their repertoire <laughs> But here's this, there's, uh, on the, they had two side stages. This was in Chicago at the amphitheater and two side stages outside in the parking lot and there's Five Finger Death Punch. And I'm like, who the fuck are these guys? Whatever, cool, mm-hmm. we'll go check it out. But I mean, I've never seen maybe 50 to 100 people go that nuts for really? a nobody band. Hmm. I mean, I'm sure there's a few people there that heard of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember them and uh, 36 Crazy Fists were also okay. out there and they put on a hell of a show. Oh, I'm sure. Hell yeah. Fist themed band name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then, yeah, then if Affliction shirts were a band, it would be Five Finger Death Punch. <laughs> That's so <laughs> It's so true. But uh, Slipknot, where, where I was going with that bit of a tangent, was 2005. Mm-hmm. My buddy, who, hardcore Catholic family, far right, you know, yep. anti rock music as far as you can be gave me a copy of Slipknot. He goes, yo, you got to check these guys out. I'm like, I'm not listening to a band that's probably sacrificing goats in their downtime. Like, what the fuck? And it was volume three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I took it home. I'm like, holy shit, this is actually pretty good. Yes. What are they going on tour? Mm-hmm. Oh, last night. Fuck. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> yeah. Ever for the yeah. next 45 mm-hmm. years. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just went downhill. And then the next big band for me in the metal world, at least, was 2000. 17 or 18 spite my buddy took me to he was his brother or his cousin was in a band i don't know what they're doing now um but there's like probably 15 bands on one night and just a little bar in saint paul Mm -hmm. and the headliners were oceano and carnifex oh i bet that was so good but here's this band spike came out and like my eyes were the size of dinner plates watching them like holy shit so little yet so angry (laughs) he puts on such a good show yes he's one of my favorite live vocalists he's so good yeah probably one of the best shows i've seen yes uh yeah, he's a legend yeah. already. I think they haven't existed so long, like mm-hmm. in, in the the spectrum of metal bands. Yeah. Yeah. Metal bands like they either break up really quickly or they're around for a long yeah, time. Yeah, that's very true. So, and they just came out what 2016, 17? something like that. Yeah, it I'll, hasn't been that long. At least when they're first nationally. I'll, I'll, I'll go with sixteen, although I think it might yeah. be fifteen. With um, nothing is beautiful. Yeah, no. Now that you say fifteen, I think that's right because I remember. Uh, I have a memory from 2015 where I think I, I was listening to Spite. We could check this. I think I they had their self-titled yeah. first, didn't they? I'd check. Yeah. I don't even know where that I put my phone right. down. Yeah. Here, I'll look. I'm curious. Yeah. <laughs> but Tim, give us a rundown again. How how did you go from listening to the music and then now here you are with the band? Well, well twice over. So, um... It started with my mom, actually. Like, she was managing what was, like, the very basis of Fear Fear Itself when it, like, started in 2011. 
Um, and they like before they recorded anything, and there was a different vocalist, but it ended up switching to being me. And when when we were uh, when we recorded the first single that we ever put out, it was actually a two screamer thing, and then uh, also Grant playing guitar and singing. But then it ended up the the other vocalist ended up leaving, or I don't know exactly how that happened, but it ended up just being me. Um, so yeah, long story. It was like my mom. Like she used to book shows and and manage bands and uh, if it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. So was she doing that just because you were involved, or was she? No, doing she that? did that okay. first. Yeah, like like I said, there was a different vocalist in the band before I was in it, and then like he got kicked, and then it was me and two and another dude. So, but now it's just me. So. That's basically how it started. I mean, way, way back is like, you know, it started with me listening to Linkin Park and stuff on the radio. But and that's also accredited to her and my dad for playing that sort of stuff. So I kind of forgot about Linkin Park for many years. Mm -hmm. I just heard. Well, after our last conversation, (laughs) we're talking about the 2010 era of music and went back and found a playlist for uh, uh, Pop Goes Punk. They had the whole compilation on Spotify. It's like, Jesus. I I was actually jamming that on the way here. He was passed out in the back. <laughs> Did you ever check out the Ghost Killer Entertainment? No, fuck, album? I forgot. To, no, uh, send me a message sometime yeah, because I will I'll forget. Shoot it to you. And they, they have that one. The only song I can remember from it was the uh, the Bunny the Bear covering The Weeknd. But that was pretty cool. The Bunny the Bear is really cool. That's a band I, that my mom booked at one point, actually, and I got to meet them because my mom was super cool. So I got really lucky on that. But. Your mom seems like she was really cool. She was. She was. Rest in peace. But, yep. I mean, you know, I wouldn't have had a lot of opportunities that I got. Like, uh, like I was telling you before about how we got that. Um, I, I, I guess it was a record deal. Not really. It was more of a dis- distribution deal with the record company. But, like, we wouldn't have had that if it wasn't for my mom um, offering to let the Brownings stay at our house. No way shit. back when that happened so like that's like I, I met them from them coming over like I didn't really like I talked to them for a second at the show but like I really got to engage with them from them you know being at my house and Johnny slept in my bed <laughs> <laughs> I, I slept somewhere else I don't even remember where I slept yeah he's a, he's a great dude yeah um, dude uh, speaking of the Browning their first album man that is like not available anywhere anymore dude that sucks so bad because it was so I good know. I think it might be their first two there's, yeah. there's some sort of like they have their old record deal or mm-hmm. something uh, their old record company you can't find it them. anywhere it's so sad because yeah. it was so good it I remember me out. it was funny because uh, when I first heard the Browning it was like you know 2012 2013 something like that and uh, I had just gotten big into dubstep at the time <laughs> and so it was like perfect metal and dubstep put <laughs> yeah. together it was sick I love that except for when uh, Korn tried to do that song with Skrillex oh, I mean, individually I like them both yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. no that, that wasn't a little it. strange that was not it yeah <laughs> they're, they're reaching on that one yeah, yeah. it's kind of like asking Alexander just stepped up and scratch yeah it, it did not work for me some people enjoyed it, it, it I don't know. was it did, did did they do that and then bring me did the like suicide season remix or was it bring me and then I'm actually not sure I feel like one of them copied the other one I'm, yeah, I'm not never sure seen no. it before then with a metal album yeah I can't lie well, after well after asking Alexander and everything that happened with them I kind of lost a lot of respect was that it's not nuclear blast is it I don't know what was it Sumerian there it's Sumerian, Sumerian. Yeah, yeah. yeah I lost a lot of respect for their 
them yeah. as a business. It's mm-hmm. like well, talking about the whole like Danny leaving thing and stuff Danny like that. leaving, and then they. Well, I remember I got to shoot the shit with a couple of them on Reckless and Relentless tour. Okay, and then saw them fast forward a few years to was a Northern Invasion, just a local show. Mm-hmm. And I looked on stage, and the only guy I remember that I could recognize was Ben. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I think it's Ben with yeah. a smiley face tattoo on the kneecap. Yep, that's yeah. Ben. And it's like, what the fuck? It's not even the same. What, you guys aren't Leonard Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's when they looked all country and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, and Danny with the super frizzy hair, like out to here and everything. Well, not even that. It's just all new faces. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Why are you trying to be the same band? And yeah. I no, I understand that, though. I can't say anything. My band kind of did that, but we weren't established when that. Right. Happen. So I feel like it is a different thing, but at least Reckless and Relentless this was a good album. Yeah, that, was a good album. <laughs> that and the, the I saw them on that's that one tour after that. Well. The white one from Death to Destiny. Yes. No. What? And the black was after that. There's two, two albums. Oh, I'm thinking yes. Stand up and scream. I was thinking no. Stand up and scream was yeah. the second, but yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then the whole Dennis thing and Danny leaving that was that was dramatic. That yeah. was that was a super dramatic time for that band, oh. and all the fans were super invested in it too. I was <laughs> I was super invested too. when the Black first came out and they released their first single and music video. I was so hyped because I like Dennis as a person anyway. Well, I don't want to say as a person as a vocalist because as a person you know it's kind of iffy. There's a lot of things that may be true may not be true about him. But I followed him for the longest time on YouTube and he just just, just doing asking Alexandria covers and stuff like that. He was awesome. He was like the biggest YouTube person when it came to covers. And then I knew he was going to be an asking and it was just awesome. <laughs> it was so awesome. And then he left and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, that was short-lived. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the, it's weird. You listen to a band, you're really big fans when we're even, you know, through the podcast, I've yeah. heard some people that I have never heard of. I just, they have me at the show with these, the band I went to go see and mm-hmm. like, hey, come on the podcast. And then you start talking to them like, wow, you are... You're not a good person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a few of them, unfortunately. Yeah. But, yeah, comes with the territory, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. And we are not live on Twitch this week because can't get on access to the internet. But uh, the one question I do actually remember mm-hmm. from social media was somebody wanted to know your first and last concert that you went to. And I know we were talking about this briefly as we were yeah. getting set up. But Oh, yeah. I'll go first. My first concert was Nickelback, Three Days Grace, and Breaking Benjamin. So at least I had those two going for me. <laughs> and uh, my mom actually took me to that. It was my mom and her best friend. And it, I actually had a really good time. I was I was young. I was like... 13 I think and I had a really good time it was it was cool <laughs> my first one was like I was so young that I barely remember it really but I want to say that my very first one was Three Doors Down and with what was the other band Theory of a Dead Man before they like were famous at all like okay. they were on like their first tour ever I think so like I, I was a real young lad yeah yeah and the last one was Spite and a band I'm not going to mention. And Same. I am. And who else was on that, though? Anyway, everyone knows what tour that yeah, was. It yeah. was a great tour. All the bands killed it. I think Orthodox might have also been Yeah, on they were on that one. But all the bands killed it. That was my last concert, too. So. Yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> Every Different city, concert. but yeah. yeah we, exactly. so we, they played Minnesota the night Minnesota was shutting down. Okay. And they announced... I think right before they're going on stage, somebody came out and said this. Uh, this or no, I think it's Darius that came out and what said that it? it's the last show of the night Dang. or of the tour. Yeah, We're canceling yeah, this. Yeah. Blah blah. I know a couple yeah. other bands did a show down in Iowa or something like mm-hmm. that. But geez. I know there was a lot of people that missed out on that tour. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, my my very first show, say concert, uh, was Corn on the. 
Uh, see you on the other side tour when with Mudvayne in 10 years. When was that? 2005, six, bet, something okay. like that. Cool. Because mm-hmm. I think I just turned, well, maybe I was 15, maybe just 16. But okay. That that was insane. Oh, and I wasn't sure a huge corn fan going into there, but mm-hmm. their stage show was yeah. phenomenal. I mean, they had a bass drum that was like 15 feet <laughs> hanging off Heck the scaffolding. Yeah. Yeah, Giant gong out there. They had thunder sheets going all the way up to the, the light scaffolding cool. as well. It was mind-blowing. And Mudvayne knocked it out of the park. Oh, I'm sure. That's awesome. Ten years uh, it, being a one-hit wonder, more or less. But, I mean, they put on a cool show. Yeah, right? for sure. Yep. Yeah, and same. The last show was Spite and... That's Glad we a, all share that. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's, it, they're saying two weeks. It'll be fine. We'll be good. And then I'm supposed to go to Chicago in April. So that's March. Yeah, April. I was supposed to go and see Fit for an Autopsy, The Hiders Murder, and somebody else was on that ticket, too. Hmm. Just I can't remember who. That's already a tough ticket. Right yeah, there. and they, they canceled it. At, I mean, they pushed it out as far as they could. But once yeah. I think once the travel ban started happening down in Australia, that's when, the, because the art was, was headlining, that's when they pulled the plug. Mm-hmm. And it's like, God yeah. damn it. And I just, they're still having some issues I saw Are over in Australia with their okay. several of their shows got canceled. And yeah, I want to say I saw that because I, I follow Alpha Wolf on all their socials. I think I saw them have the postpone or cancel more stuff and just at least they're being like safe about everything though that's mm-hmm. that's something I, I respect a lot about how pretty much everyone but the states is handling <laughs> yeah. it's just weird, weird I don't know it feels like it hasn't been taken care of properly but it's kind of the perks of where I live up north there's maybe maybe 3,000 people in my whole town and mm-hmm. I think oh, less wow. than 20 in the whole county holy cow oh. so it's like social distance like oh sounds like a so uh, not an issue yeah. <laughs> sounds like my kind of town don't got to deal with people <laughs> right it, it's pros and cons yeah, I mean, yeah yeah the closest I think I was talking to you guys the closest music or maybe it's TJ closest music venue to us is a casino oh really, really? and they don't really do anything yeah, worthwhile yeah. there <laughs> though uh, Black Dahlia Murder did a show oh. there a few years ago heck yeah I bet that <laughs> I saw that announcement like, what the, oh, then again, you did do a music video in a bowling alley, so I'm not surprised by (laughs) this at all. They're one of my favorite bands to see live. They're really good. They're so sick. Yeah, we've been talking about them a lot the past day. Or yeah, so. uh, yeah. I listened I listen to them a lot while you were passed out in the car. Yeah, you started it while I was still awake. It yeah, was yeah. like a lullaby for me. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is beautiful. And oh, yeah. That's, that's a throwback band, too. That's another band when uh, when I first heard Asking I was in my, my buddy's bedroom. That was another band that they liked a lot. So I, that I, I listened a to them a lot. weird combination. Dude, uh, uh, dude. <laughs> shout out to my best friends, Evan, David, and Daniel. <laughs> but yeah, they had they had a very broad music taste. <laughs> They're just like, they start you with, they sprinkle in a little Asking Alexandria. Yep. And they just, <laughs> yep. And Black Dahlia, <laughs> Black Dahlia yep. Yep. Yeah, with asking Alexandra, the coworker of mine, who I thought was like the preppy chick, because mm-hmm. I worked for JC Penney's when uh-huh. they were still around, and yeah, she gave me a CD of you know burned CD of Stand Up and Scream. No, yeah, it was Stand Up and Scream. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, holy Best shit. Best album of all time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, you probably will like. I'm like, holy shit, this is great. And yeah. from there, next thing you know, I have August Burns Red and, and Devil Wear Prada, mm-hmm. Parkway Drive in rotation. Yes. It's like, oh shit. I need, at that time, I still actually had albums. I had a the old Trapper Keeper with like mm-hmm. 500 albums in there that yeah. got jacked out of my car. And, mm-hmm. and now it's everything's so on Spotify. Flip through one of those. Right. Oh, I yeah. miss it. And I think once I, right now, I just rent an apartment. But once I do have a house, I'd love to have a vinyl slash CD. Oh, yeah. Just a wall oh, chock yeah. full. That would be awesome. Oh, can I give a shout out yeah. to uh, Chicken and Waffles on TikTok? He's a, a vinyl collector. 
He is, <laughs> dude, I have never seen someone with so many vinyls, dude. It's insane. He makes some awesome videos. I just want to give a shout out to him. That reminded me of him. So <laughs> he's, he's awesome. <laughs> I want to go down a rabbit hole of, of uh, pipe dreams. Check out uh, the Bloomberg report on YouTube. They did a OMA Oswald Mills audio. Mm-hmm. They do, they make their own vinyl record players. Oh, okay. I mean, mill their own slate for the table and, you know, build everything by hand and it's all, but they're cheap models, like 250,000. Wow. I want one. <laughs> Holy I cow. I want two or three. <laughs> That's got good look. Right? Yeah. That is a house. Holy moly. That's on my list of if I win the lottery, I will yeah. be buying one of these. Buy me one too. <laughs> yeah, right. Let me come over and try it out. Right. Sheesh. I'm, I'm lucky though. I haven't gotten into the world of collecting vinyls and stuff yet. I probably will eventually, but I know once I do, I'm going to spend a lot of money. Well, it's been weird with the resurgence of them. Mm-hmm. I'd say over the last couple of years, I guess. And yeah. Even bands you know victims who just released their vinyl mm-hmm. variants every band does vinyls now yeah. it's like a, you're not like official unless you have right. yeah. <laughs> whatever you're releasing mm-hmm. pressed on vinyl now. Yep. it's just and the craziest thing about it is like I love listening to vinyls but I, I know that a lot of people aren't like like listening and don't get me wrong I'll buy vinyls that I don't actually like play just because they look yeah great. they look great like, they're cool to have <laughs> awesome like piece of merch like, and the same thing with like tapes a lot of bands are coming back to putting yep. out tapes as well mm-hmm. like, and I know you're not playing that on a walk band you just have it on a shelf hey like, <laughs> I got an old car I still play I still have a tape player in my car Dude, yeah <laughs> got a that 2001 Honda it still has one that is impressive <laughs> but no I, I honestly I love it even if it's for the purpose of just like having something that's yeah. like kind of a nostalgic format of listening to music like it's still cool to me I, I don't have an issue with you it. just get it's a better sound in my opinion there's stuff you hear on vinyl that you don't hear yeah. unless you have a really really nice sound system mm-hmm. that you get on a CD or even streaming especially yeah. YouTube I feel like it has the worst sound quality oh yeah it's terrible music. Yeah, sound, yeah YouTube's terrible yeah. but yeah and I what was it the well, I know I have a record player somewhere, and one of these days I gotta go dig it out of the sound, but out of the storage unit. But somewhere, my parents still have the Star Wars Empire Strikes Back mm-hmm. original oh, vinyl. Wow. wow! So I need to sick. start sifting through their shit and see if there's anything worthwhile in there. Wow, that's pretty sick. No. <laughs> but if you guys ever come across Pink Floyd's metal album, preferably live at Pompeii on vinyl, I'll, I'll pay you for it. Okay, cool. My dad has <laughs> a lot of Pink Floyd vinyls. I don't know, maybe he has it. He's got a, a good collection. That was my first Pink Floyd album. Hmm. Of course, everybody goes for Dark Side of the Moon, and yeah, yeah. this went far in the left field with that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like what you like. But I suppose, what do you guys have any questions or anything like that? Because uh, we're not on Twitch because I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. This like uh, explanation for how to get on the Wi-Fi here is an this, idiot. Yeah. Yeah. At the West Western. <laughs> The West Western. <laughs> We've just been joking, calling it the West Western since yeah. yesterday. Mm-hmm. It just stuck. Nice uh, West Western. Mm-hmm. Let's get out of here. We got about a half hour before the show kicks yeah. off, so we can All pack right. up and leave and go enjoy it. Cool. Sounds uh, good. Yeah. And if you're listening, yeah, you can hear it. There's a new single released by Earthlight Project. I don't know if you guys seen that yeah, Quinn Harknett's project. Yep, yeah, dude. so they. Quinn Harknett is the man. I love that. Yeah. I love he's that. Giving, man. He's sending me a, a file for their their new release POS. So oh, really? We're gonna feature Ooh, that on here. I know I'm a little behind Heck on the schedule, yes. but <laughs> dude's just a monster on fucking vocals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and go check out uh, Volume Four and on the Ache. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It is an absolute banger front to back. Mm-hmm. Um, super. Album of the year for us, I think. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, like within like a literal year, not counting like twenty one at twenty twenty as a separate year from twenty twenty one. Like I would say, Alpha Wolf is also up there. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And like a- at least within this year, you know, Darko. But this is definitely album of the year so far. Yeah. One hundred percent. So well, appreciate you guys. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for making the trip all the way up for this Thank podcast you. and oh, not yeah. the victim show. <laughs> That's why we came. We really just wanted to hang out with you. Right. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks again for listening, everyone. We'll catch you next time.